afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I am classic Pat Francis. And I'm the new and improved Gary Lucy. For 2012. That's right. Got got some new shoes and a new attitude. Gary does have new shoes. He's got some bright orange, like the, the color of like a brand new basketball. Right. Yeah, red. Well, they're, Maybe they're mostly brighter. Red. I'm, I'm going to look. It's like, it's like part of my new uh, philosophy, uh, uh, WWSHD, what would Sammy Hagar do? Oh, that, that's definitely, he would definitely wear this. He would totally wear these. So. He'd wear those. Uh, he'd have a margarita, a straw hat. <laughs> so uh, I'm ready. You're the new Red Rocker. That's right, indeed. Pat, let me ask you a question. Are you ever uh, you ever at home? Mm-hmm. And, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> okay, good. That's it. Is it no. a two part question? <laughs> no, that's it. And uh, you're watching uh, a commercial, and you're thinking, uh, "Oh, that's an intriguing song in that commercial. What the hell is that song?" Yeah, which brings me to this. There's been this Chevy truck commercial that's been uh, on for about 20 years. Yeah, and they play this song, something about a rock, <laughs> right? And the guy being very similar to this rock. <laughs> and uh, I cannot find out who that artist is or what that song is. I can't help you. I don't know what that. Is. <laughs> uh, well, if any if any listeners know, please uh, please post it on our Facebook page because I'm trying to figure out. Does that uh, have you ever like been turned on to music that way or something? It's a uh... um, yeah. I think I've heard uh, I think I've heard songs, and I'm like, uh, what is that? And then and then you just Google. The name of the commercial, Kodak Camera, right. song from commercial, and then it pops it's, it up. It's good exposure for bands nowadays that, you know, there's not really radio or records mm-hmm. or anything like that, but remember once upon a time when it was just like, it was like a death sentence for bands. It was like, remember yeah. Neil Young had that song about, this note's for you, oh, where yeah. he's making fun. It yep. was, uh, this the, bud's for you. Yeah, it was uh, the Del Fuego's, like, ooh, they used their things in a Miller commercial, and they were just <laughs> like, they were persona non grata. They were like, but then... Uh, it's it's just it it's seems just to be okay now. It's interesting. We should ask Kim Shattuck about it. They did a uh, the, the the Muffs did a Fruitopia commercial. Do you remember that? Uh, Fruitopia. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. And you know what? I read an article with uh, an interview with John Mellencamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what was that? What was his? Uh, he had a song. I could look it up. He had a song that was on a on like a truck commercial. Yeah, he has a truck commercial now. And they uh, and they said um, that basically the way he qualified it was. Um, more people would hear that song from his new album uh, via that commercial than would ever hear it on radio at this point. It's just the way it is. Yeah, and the song is... <laughs> it was a song called Our <laughs> Country. the way it is. <laughs> yeah, Our, Our, Our Country, Country was the song. Right. So, um, right. oh, so, he, so he was like, well, that was good enough for me. If I can sell albums that way, then let's do it. I'm, uh, I represent the Acme Pink House Company, Mr. <laughs> Camp. Sign a, me up. We have a proposition for you. Also, he does a thing for uh, earthquake insurance. It's, uh, they play Crumbling Down. Oh, is that a fact? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they do. Cherry Bombs. He does, uh, does. <laughs> um, well, all that is by way of introduction to, there was this one uh, commercial for uh, Time Warner. Uh, Time Warner Cable has like this home security system okay. that you could buy. So they're trying to like- Time Warner Cable does? Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to like, sca- like I, th- I think it turns on your lights and okay. records your shows or something like that or- Maybe there's like a dog bark feature you can get or something like that. Okay. But, uh, it keeps out intruders, though, <laughs> exactly. while it's recording my shows. <laughs> yes. Okay. And uh, here's, the, here's the song that they use for that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's kind of a jam. I wonder, I wonder who does that. So I did just what you said. I looked it up. And it turns out it was uh, by the Blue Van. And it's called uh, Be Home Soon. And it goes a little something like this. Okay. When night takes over in the afternoon. 
knowing my shows will be recorded. <laughs> right. And no intruders will watch them. Does this sound familiar to you? Have you heard this? I haven't, but I like it. Have you heard this, Matt? You have it? Really? I haven't. It you know like what? I heard because you know what? Again. I have direct TV and I don't watch commercials oh, anymore. Oh, so you probably don't know any. No wonder you don't know any new music. I push the That's skip button <laughs> five times exactly, and then boom, the, my show my show starts. My stories start. There's Young and the Restless right there, <laughs> there for me. Right there. Anyway, so if uh, if anybody um, uh, knows who does the song for the Disney Connects for Xbox, where it's about. Uh, you're here and there and everywhere. That's I cannot find that song. That that's a jam, right? And it's uh, if you if you Google that, all you get is uh, Selena Gomez. It's probably hockey. It might be hockey. <laughs> hockey probably hockey. does it. <laughs> by the way, if you're wondering, uh, our theme song is by Hockey, and we uh, uh, we've still yet to, we have to hear uh, from we, Hockey. We, we, we I try all the time. I do. If you know people in the band <laughs> Hockey, if maybe Hockey doesn't exist, I don't know. If you're the guy who wrote it, please. Call us. Somebody be on our show. Somebody can somebody. yell at us for using it, but everyone loves it. Download it. And uh, this is the other big item in the news this week. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, that uh, your favorite band, the Black Keys, are in a feud with Nickelback. Ooh, Black Keys. I, I, I gotta admit, I come down firmly on the side of the Black Keys on this. Fight. Wow, this is a first. <laughs> that's what it takes, and that's and that uh, speaks directly to my point. In their uh, Rolling Stone cover interview, the Black Keys uh, called uh, Nickelback horrendous shit. <laughs> and, uh, Wait a minute, and that causes a fight? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, no, but uh, actually, uh, Nickelback turned it around. They said, uh, you know, the, like the full quote was like, "They're the most popular band in the world." It's horrendous shit, and, and they're like, "Whoa, thanks for calling us the most popular band in the world, eh?" So they, so they like they like heard that part, which I think is a good attitude. But it got me to thinking: they are so universally loathed, and I couldn't quite place what they sound like. I like I kind of mix them up in my head with Maroon Five, right, or Seven Mary Daughtry. Three, or Daughtry, or all these things. So so then I, I listen, and I'm like, "Oh, right." That's Nickelback. Ooh, mm. not good. Look at this photograph. <laughs> That's one of their songs. It's it's that kind of constipated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, but so I was. I, I wanted to get like a, they're so universally loathed. I wanted to find the exact level of where that. So I want to start this new feature. It's um, it's the uh, Nickelback decathlon of suck. Okay. Where here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna listen to some Nickelback, and we're gonna listen to something else. We're gonna see which you could stand for longer. And when you've heard enough of either thing, um, say your safe word. Your safe word is uh, scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. Okay. Okay. Now, am I going to be singing these Nickelback songs? I'll time it. Okay, Matt. You can time it, and you'll also run the thing. And so I'll be singing these songs, or will Nickelback be singing them? Nickelback will be singing them. My versions uh, are better. (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it. But first, we're going to hear Nickelback. This is... uh, what does Nickelback mean? It's just the one, oh, you know one, what? One I side of the nickel. Uh, the guy worked at Starbucks, and everything was a dollar ninety-five, and he kept saying, "Here's your Nickelback," he, and he just said it so much. He thought that was a good name. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, if only coffee had been two <sighs> five cents more, <laughs> we would have been, <laughs> been saved this whole thing. Well, then it would have been zero. They're, they would have been called exactly what they should be called. Zero. Exact change. All right. Exact change. Here we go. Nickelback. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. Beads of sweat are forming on pets. This guy's a poet. Yeah, I can't say it. Say your safe. Yeah, I was. It was. It was actually about fifteen seconds before that. Nineteen seconds. 19. Uh, four seconds in, I was done. But okay. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, it's like grading, like Creed was. Remember Creed? Oh right, right. With arms wide open. Maybe they'll have to challenge it another week. Maybe. But this okay. week the challenger is, I believe it is uh, car alarm, right? Oh, car alarms. Okay. 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 okay this. 
see how long we can go on this. Might be a loose cue on this one, but uh, yeah. All right, it's not too bad. It's it's, like, it, it changed up. It changed. Actually, it changed. Oh, look at that! There's a bridge. This is like dubstep. It is. Is there a chorus coming? I can. Uh huh. Look at that. See, there's more musical changes in this uh, in this song. It goes, eh, 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 eh. Here comes the cool I, part. I love it. I could still listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> Remix this shit. My favorite and, part right there. Okay, I'm right, done. That's cool. And uh, how long was that one? 33 All right. All right. So uh, we, Nickelback wins. That's uh, worse than a car alarm. Yep. We could listen to a car alarm longer <laughs> than Nickelback. So uh, if you have any suggestions of things we could uh, we could do, uh, we need uh, nine more entries in the decathlon of suck. But maybe uh, maybe Creed could take on a fork in the garbage disposal. Oh, right. Well, that's that that that'll be for March Madness. <laughs> okay. That's but what that's we'll uh, that that's uh, that was their big breakout hit from uh, 2001, released on. September 11th, 11th. 2001. Yep, that, that's when that album came out. That, Didn't that, stop sales. Al-Qaeda, it wasn't the only threat from Foreign Shores we got <laughs> that day. <laughs> <laughs> They've sold so many records. If we buy it, they win. Wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that concludes all of my new business, unless right. you had any new... Uh, no, no, no. I, I, we'll get right into the topic then. This, I'm not going to tell you what the topic is yet. We're going to play uh, a little bit of this song. Uh, might you might be able to figure out what we're going to do today by listening to this? And this is uh, go ahead, just play a minute. That's Yoko Ono. <laughs> Wait a minute, this is Yoko. Yes. All right, go ahead, Matt. That's uh, that's Yoko Ono from the uh, the uh, Grammy winning album of the year, <laughs> Double Fantasy. Yoko Ono has a Grammy award for that album, and uh, well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, the name of this uh, the name the topic today was sent in by a listener. I can't remember his name, so please refresh us, sir, on Facebook. And let us know, and it's called "Take the Lead." And this is when uh, someone other than the lead singer sings a song. And so for me, that was a stretch on that, but. Uh, uh, she did an album with uh, John Lennon, and I, I had the hardest time getting my mind around this. I, like I, we kept going back and forth. I'm like, how could somebody be singing who's not the singer? What are you even talking? You know, and, I would, and then finally, oh, you, yeah. like, you sat down and patiently explained it to me. I'm like, oh. oh, I see what you mean. Yes. So this is like, uh, like some bands, like Queen, everyone sings, or or Kiss, everyone sings. So we don't really want to do those. We want to do like bands who have a definitive lead singer right. and then sometimes the the percussionist takes lead on a song for no reason whatsoever. Well then I might have misunderstood this after all. But oh. I think <laughs> but I think I got enough to make it. I think it you got it. I, I got think it. you got it. <laughs> so why don't you uh, why don't you give us some more Okay. Examples. I'm gonna, I'm going to start out with a with a, with two and I'm going to call these like the worst of the worst. Okay. This is when it just it's it's just a bad idea all the way around. The first one is from uh, Motley Crue, an album called Generation Swine. This was their big comeback. Yeah. Vince Neil back in the band, all original members. And so Tommy League says, hey, wh- how about if I sing a song about my newborn son, Brandon? And so this is Tommy Lee taking the lead. <laughs> you are the one. <laughs> Your mother gave birth to you
She's your mom. Brandon, I love you. I love her. She's your mom. And in two years, I will knock her down the stairs when you are in her arms and go to prison for it. That's like the first true moment that's ever been on a Motley Crue record. That's there's some, that's awesome. That's and Vince beautiful. Neil, he doesn't. Vince, for, to, I always think Vince Neil just wants. He just loves money, yeah. so he doesn't care. He's like, fine, <laughs> I'll take the day off. You lay down the vocals for Brandon. What a oh, piece of junk. Man. That's terrible. Matt is laughing. It's terrible, right? All right. that, that a string part there? He he oh, he played the cello so with his bad. wang. <laughs> he probably did. So really he probably did. And the cello was in another room. Hello, hello, chicken. <laughs> okay, so this next one, this is from uh, this is from 1998. This is from Van Halen three. This is the Gary Sharon CD. Oh boy. And this is when Eddie Van Halen was such a crazy, maniacal, uh, wanted to have his hand on every single aspect of the album that he takes lead vocal. What? On a song called. How many say I? <laughs> and eventually Gary will come in and try to harmonize to, to try to make the song good, but it's, it's, forget it. Are you ever so silent when she wanted to talk? <laughs> or couldn't keep quiet when she needed a hug? <laughs> too strong when a little's too there's a guy that can sing in the background. Go on and say yes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to quote Frank Zappa when I say shut up and play your guitar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is awful. Now, that's probably back when he was recovering from all those hip surgeries, right? When, so maybe he was on a lot of medication uh, or something. But, I mean, come on. That is terrible. Yeah, that's... That's like a sketch. I mean, yeah, don't don't release that. <laughs> How many say I? How many say I? Lots of us are saying I. I, I, I. I give up. <laughs> Stop playing that. Stop singing. Oh, man. All uh, right. Gary, I'm going to go to you. Go uh, ahead. Here's a nice palate cleanser. This is, right. the, uh, this is the first one I thought of when I finally saw the light. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is uh, from the classic 1988 Pixies album, Surfer Rosa. This is when uh, America fell in love with uh, Kim Deal for the first time on, uh, on the big hit Gigantic on Rock Solid. Feast your ears on this. It's kind of like a Ricky Lee Jones thing going here, kind of. It's a bass player. Like a bass. So it starts with the. Uh, so who's the real lead singer of the Pixies? That's, that's Frank Black Frank there Black. in the back singer. <laughs> Car alarm. <laughs> Better than Nickelback. Yeah. And this I know, his teeth as white as snow. What a gas it was to see him walk her every day into a shady place. The classic uh, soft, loud, soft... Uh, formula that uh, Nirvana would use to such great effect now, that, now see that works that works yeah there you go that works when you throw the lead to someone else that can sing right right that's fine and uh, yeah he's not on uh, pain meds or something like that so uh, Kim would sing what a uh, couple tracks per album one track maybe one track two tracks and then uh, then she went and did those uh, went and did her Breeders albums and mm-hmm. just got it out of her system that way Matt just gave a yeah. double fist up yeah, that's good stuff. for the Breeders that's good stuff 
Um, they used to subscribe to Breeders Digest. <laughs> it was their fan club? Uh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. They had. I love it. Thing. I didn't know if you were making a joke or if that I was actually I the way. Uh, I wish I was that. Funny. I'm going to tell people that I heard that from you, okay, Adam, and that was your idea. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, Matt accuses me many times of playing uh, bands that I've played before, and I agree that this is true. <laughs> but this is the only song by this band not sung by their female lead singer. Uh, this is from the Pretenders. I'm going to do a. I'm going to do a, a two in a row by some. I'm going to let the drummers take uh, the lead here for a second. This is sung by uh, Martin Chambers. It was uh, it was on the Learning to Crawl CD from '84, but not the original CD. It was a bonus track uh, when they reissued it. I was going to say. So uh, this is called Faster Slow: The Laws of the Law, and this is um, Martin Chambers, Pretenders. a girly voice. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a burly looking dude, too. Yeah. Sitting on the garden fence Knowing which is your size Just a case of common sense Get to the chorus. Fast or slow, the laws the law I could deal with that. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. It, it seems like yeah. it would be a B-side or something. Yeah, how do you think that comes up in the studio? Do you think like, uh, you know, they're like at the end of practice and mm-hmm. like, okay, let's call it a day. And like, oh, actually, I have a song. And then I like, what? All right, you're not you're, you don't sing. No, I do. <laughs> I actually do. I, I sing on the way here in my in in my auto, <laughs> and I sing in, in the I sing in the loo. <laughs> in the, I, on I the sing lift. on the lift on the way up. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I would like, uh, and then Chrissy Hine just goes, "Okay, you guys lay this one down without me. <laughs> I'm out of here. I am so out of here. <laughs> See you later. Uh, faster, <laughs> he, slow. The law. He was really cutting law. edge with his uh, sideburns. He really. Uh, he was. He still keeps those. Oh, does that affect? Yeah, he's still oh, wow. he's still rocking those chops. Nice. <laughs> Good uh, I got the. I got his autograph once. It was uh, right after the show, and I went backstage, and Chrissy Hine. I says, "Chrissy, around? She left already. Uh, really." All right, I guess you can sign. But it was uh, it was an uh, it was their second album, so the dead guys were on it. And he oh, right. put little X's on their shoulders, and he goes, "Let me give some love to me mates." <laughs> well, you just X their shoulders out. All right, so. love to me mates. I love that story. So now here's another drummer. I don't know how this guy managed to 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 sing with. Uh, he works with the smuggest prick in rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the police, <laughs> and uh, I don't know how Sting must have been uh, having tantric sex, and he said, "Look, I'm going to be out for about twelve hours. <laughs> I just want you guys to, uh, you know, figure out your rhythm parts, and please do not t- turn all the mics off that are used for voices. There's a special mic for voice, I guess. But this is from their second album, Regatta de Blanc. This is uh, Stuart Copeland singing on any other day. Oh, he also wrote it." There's a house on my street And it looks real neat I'm the chap who lives in it He's not English, but he says chap There's a car by the door I'll go for a drive in it And when the wombat comes Wombat Matt doesn't like it. 
It sounds policey. Yeah, you can stop it. Yeah. So, go ahead. It, just, it sounds like the police with some fucking guy singing instead of, <laughs> instead of singing. It's like exactly – there's nothing good about his voice. Uh, no. It's, uh, that's what happens when sometimes when you take the lead, you're not, uh, you're not good. But, uh, but Sting let him take – maybe Sting – see, Stuart wrote this song. Maybe Sting was like, I ain't fucking singing that song. <laughs> I don't care if you put chap in the lyrics or not to try to <laughs> – British it up. Yeah, to try to make me <laughs> sing it. I'm not going to sing it. So you feel, feel free, young Stuart. When uh, when I worked on Blind Date, there was this one location we always used to go to. It was a bar in West Hollywood that was owned by Stuart Copeland's brother. Not Miles, the manager, but the, like, uh, Nigel? Maybe, there a Nigel Copeland? No, there might have been Ian or something like that. And it's it was, one of those names, yeah, right? <laughs> one of those British names. And, uh, and Rupert. Was it Rupert? It was Rupert uh, <laughs> Copeland. And he would... Uh, he would always like hang around and like there was there'd be like there was like this shrine to Stuart in this bar and they would like uh, and he would just he would always hang around the dates and and he would you know like just like so if you have any questions about the police or anything you know uh, go ahead and ask and everyone's just like <laughs> we're nineteen we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I have the worst story about something like this this was when I was uh, doing stand up in the late eighties early nineties and uh, Sam Kinison used to come to uh, Chicago and play a club called the Funny Firm. And his brother, Bill, would always be in tow. It would be like Carl LeBeau and all these yeah. dirtbags that would be in tow. <laughs> but I met Bill Kinnison, and here's how Bill introduced himself to me. Uh, I said, hi, I'm Pat. And he put out his hand and said, hi, I'm Sam Kinnison's brother. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't even say Bill. He didn't say, Aww. I'm Bill Kinnison, Sam Kinnison's brother. Or, I'm Sam Aww. Kinnison's brother, Bill. It was, I'm Sam Kinnison's brother. Aww. Well, terrific. Poor guy. <laughs> now you drive a, an Arrowhead water truck. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know what he does. That makes me sad. I know that is that is very sad. But um, the uh, I think that police guy was talking about his dad now too. Sorry, <laughs> just the saying that. he's with Sam Kinison now. So he's uh, here's here's one that's uh, that's uh, kind of interesting. This is. Um, uh, I always want to talk about my. Uh, I love the uh, new pornographers. It was one of my favorite bands. Oh, okay. Mac and, just. You, what was the thing you did? <laughs> he gave the thumb. He gave yeah, a, the Mac he gave, gave a black power sign. Black power <laughs> sign. Because <laughs> that's an all black group, right? <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. It is. And uh, they've. Uh, they're they're another band of heavy hitters. It's like a super group, and uh, you know when you uh, a lot of the songs are sung by Nico Case, very uh, beautiful right? voice, and then there's um, Carl Newman, also like a very nice lilt to his voice, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, Dan Behar. Uh-oh. Who was like, and he's got a very peculiar way. <laughs> and uh, but uh, he's got his fans. He's got a great group too called Destroyer. They had a great album last year. And uh, that's uh, an all Kiss uh, cover band. It is, right? they exactly. Do, they only play songs off Destroyer. Only off Destroyer. Flaming Youth and <laughs> it's very shout limited. it out loud. Very limiting. Very niche. But uh, this niche. is off the last uh, uh, New Pornos record. It's the dance song called uh, Silver Jenny Dollar, all and right. I bet you're gonna like it. Take the lead. Show it's about some change. Is he saying silver Jenny dollar? Yeah. 
Maybe it's a silver Jenny dollar. Maybe it's about coin collecting. They're, they're Canadian. They're, oh, they're Canadian. They got loonies and toonies up there. Oh, oh yeah, they got loonies, loonies and, toonies. and toonies. They've got they got uh, pesos, mooses on their money, and gold doubloons. It's best not to think about it. Magic, magic wants it. I've seen the I've seen the new pornographers live a couple of times. Sorry, to, I'm sorry to brag. <laughs> um, but the, to me, that's so funny. Is like that guy doesn't always tour with them. Yeah. So when he is there, the fans go crazy. Even though he is empirically the worst singer yeah. <laughs> of all the people singing, but it's like it, you know, if, if you can get the rarity of it, they don't even yes. care. They're like, "Oh, this is a rare occasion. Yes, he's gonna do it. He's gonna sing. Oh wait, he sounds like an elf. Never mind. I don't want it anymore." I like his version of "Why am I such a misfit?" <laughs> he's a dentist when they're not touring, yeah. so at least he's living that dream. Yes. Well, now, Gary, you should we continue. Go, go for it. Here we go. Um, I've got now. We're gonna do the. We're gonna uh, do a trio of uh, bass players. Oh, okay. And um, this uh, this first band is a band that's been around since the seventies, and they have a, a young man as their regular lead singer is uh, Kevin Cronin <laughs> uh, from Mario <laughs> Speedwagon. Oh boy. And um, this uh, this is from seventy nine. It's an album, uh, not a popular Ario Speedwagon album. Oh, good, good. It's called Nine Lives, and this is when they're they're at the time brand new bass player. Like he, this was his second album with him. He was a brand new guy, and I don't know how he says, "Hey, you know what? I got a song. I got a song, and I, and I want to sing it." So, um, but the thing about this song is, this is a uh, this is a fan favorite, and this is uh, a highlight of their live show. Now, uh, their bass player player Bruce Hall continues to sing this song. Uh, it's called "Back on the Road Again." Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> it's about being on the road. This is also meta. <laughs> I won't misunderstand it. Not going to cry. No, it's your job. You got to go back out there. Oh, oh wait a minute. Now, we're, you, we're breaking up. That's what he's doing. He's breaking up with his lady to go on a road. <laughs> that's good. Now that's from 1979. You say that's from 79, and they continue that's in their live set to this day. Because that that sucks at a 1986 level. <laughs> like, it's really bad. <laughs> Maybe you'd like the live version. Maybe I doubt like, it. I heard it's a highlight of the show, but it is. Uh, it's uh, people like it, man. Maybe because they don't have to hear Kevin Cronin say "What's up?" <laughs> when uh, 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 now, at what point did they release? Uh, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. That was the album before this. This was oh. their follow-up. Oh, really? That's why this album's not perceived as a good, because it, it was not welcomed after. Because that album's good. Oh, okay. The tuna fish album's good. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. It's, uh, it's got time for me to fly, and it's got some hits okay, on it. Okay, all right. This sure. one does not. That does not. Um, what, else, what, what others in the bass player? Okay, here's here. Now, this, this, is, <laughs> this is a bass player for a very, very popular band, still popular today. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. This is Flea. Right. But this is from the album that is, uh, I think this is the one that no one likes. It's uh, It was still produced by Rick Rubin, uh-huh. but this is when Dave Navarro came in oh. for the album One Hot Minute. Oh, right, right. And uh, s- so little material that they let Flea <laughs> sing a song called P. P? Yep. I'm a little P. <laughs> I love the sky. Trees. I'm a teeny tiny 
Matt pointed out that he's one of the best bass players. <laughs> Sounds like my child on bass. <laughs> he gets crazy here in a minute. So I can fuck your shit up. Oh yeah, I'm small. <laughs> He's gonna get crazy here. Oh yeah, I'm small. Still have to play. Gotta hear this other part. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Wait a minute. You homophobic redneck dick. What? That's good. But I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, this little pea is... He's talking to me. <laughs> I would love the video of just like a plate of peas and then his face is on one and then he starts to say, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, with a little... You, well, you can listen to that on your pea pod. <laughs> That had to be just like a, a, a freeze. He didn't. <laughs> I like the joke. He didn't just write. He didn't write that down. That was just freestyle, right? I, I, just I made don't that know. Off the top of his head. That baseline had to be written down, don't you think? <laughs> I think, I think you're probably right. <laughs> All right, I got one more bass player. Okay. Uh, this is uh, this is my band. These are my boys from Rockford. All right. Fucking cheap trick. Sure. This is from the Dream Police album. This is Tom Peterson on the 12-string bass, and he still sings this live in concert. Gives Robin a time for a smoke and a BJ, and uh, I don't know if that happened in 2012, but this is, uh, and I, think this is a, I think th- he is not the singer Robin Zander. What did you say? <laughs> Give him time to adjust his corset. But this is, uh, he's not obviously as great a singer as Robin Zander, but this is called I Know What I Want, and I... Uh, and oh, let me tell a story about this. Yeah. Uh, whenever they sing this in concert, Rick Nielsen will always go, uh, "Anyone want to want Tom to sing a song?" <laughs> and one one night in Wisconsin, I was at a in a like a, a theater, and the guy I was with we were big Cheap Tricks fans, but we like we were tired of Tom singing his song, <laughs> so we started going, "And no, don't sing it." You know, we don't we don't want Robin to play drums, and we don't want you know <laughs> Bunny to b- play guitar. We don't want Tom to sing a song. And the woman in front of us turns around and she says, "Hey." Tom's my brother. Oh, and I'm like, no, it isn't. And I look at her face. And I'm like, no, it is. Yes, it is. It looks exactly like him. So we're like, <laughs> we're just fooling around. Tom's great, rock. All right. So this is um, this is I know what I want by Tom Peterson. This song, yeah. You know this one? Sure. If he doesn't sing this, he'll sometimes sing "Working." Uh, work, is it "Working for the Man" by oh, right. Lou Reed? That's cool. I think that's a good one. Yeah, that's not too bad. How, now, how does a twelve-string bass work? Is there like three necks on it, or are they right next to it's, each other? Um, no, the strings are, are wherever there be one string. There's actually three there, so he has to hold oh. down three. Wow. As opposed to one, it's just a thicker, fatter sound. It must be calloused hands on there. 
Yeah, man. Now was uh, was uh, was Tom Peterson's sister hanging around with like uh, like Sharon Carlos or or was it was, were well, there any other s- I'll siblings? You, in there? No, I, oh. I'll tell you what, she did not have good seats. For, uh, <laughs> but she did look exactly like him, so I I still think that it might have been his sister. I, Same I really think feathered it was. hair and everything. Yeah. like that. Um, let's uh, let's go with another uh, pair of bass players. We're, let's hear a let's hear a rock solid twofer. We're gonna oh. we're gonna start with some REM and then uh, 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 see if uh, Matt can blend. Mike, Mike Mills is gonna sing. Song? Matt, Mike Mills is going to sing, and then uh, we'll see if Matt can blend it into the clash. We'll see how, how well All he can right, mix this up. Oh, what? Huh? what album is this from? Zagged on you. This is from Out of Time. This is uh, Near Wild Heaven. The, the one with Losing My Religion and all that stuff. Shiny Happy Oh, people. those terrible hits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Whenever we hold each other, we hold each other. I'm feeling shiny and happy. <laughs> it's pretty shiny and happy. He's almost as good as Flea. <laughs> yeah, vocally. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Flea's terrible. I forget who's the bass player for the Clash. It's uh, Paul Simonon. Oh, he's the guy that looks scary. Yeah, very scary. Like a like kill you. He'll kill you. He'll he'll hit you with his bass. Like on the cover of uh, London Calling. This is from London Calling. And uh, it's about to get really real. It's about oh, to get gritty in here. I should know this one because I love London Calling. Thanks to Gary. I'm so new to the Clash, I never know who's singing. This is, uh, that's a Guns of Brixton, and, uh, don't think I didn't have that written on my peachy folder in high school. It's very serious high school, like, you know, <laughs> when they come, you know, kick down your door, how you gonna come with your hands on your head or the trigger of your gun, man? Yeah, take <laughs> I thought that. that was gonna happen. Fuck Take that, Ra- fuck then, Reagan, then man! Then the football player would pick up your book and hit you in the back. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it was. But uh, that's uh, you know, double album. You could, you know, there's room to space out. Like, okay, we'll let the I, let I, the bass I, I like something. that. I like okay. that one. I like both of those. Right. I'm gonna go find that Mike Mills song because I don't have that. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a decent album. That's a uh, you need that. Uh, Dan Katz recommended a Black Sabbath song to me, but, and then I went on iTunes to listen and buy it, and they've pulled all Black Sabbath off. Uh, what? All Aussie Black Sabbath is off iTunes. They What's must, that about? They're probably going to re-release it when their new mm-hmm. reunion album comes out, but Crazy there's a song from Technical Ecstasy called It's All Right that the drummer sings. Oh, okay. And so uh, check that out. Now I want it even more Dan, that I can't Dan Katz. i got to have it now. We are now going to do a trio of guitarists in the band. Okay. We're going to start, start with uh, number 10 from the band that you like. <laughs> you know that band. I think I have it right. <laughs> oh, oh, we're not playing that one. Oh, wait, you might not. Oh, yeah, we're not playing that one. Yeah, start with that one. It's all part of the show. We rehearse this. Don't move, don't talk out of time. This is uh, this is the Edge. The Edge from Zuropa. This song called Numb. This is just cool enough to what's that? There is a video for this. They're doing all one take, doing crazy, terrible, stupid stuff video. to his face. <laughs> like, this is just this to me though is 
kind of unique and cool enough that I, I thought it was kind of cool. What? <laughs> it's kind of unique and cool enough that I thought it was cool. Do you like it? Do you like numb? Let's hear a little bit more of it. I like those noises, I guess. But, uh... All I can see is his big head, though, getting wrapped up in yep. cords and stuff, and kind of ruins it for me. They put lipstick on him. I think yeah. Bono kisses him at one point. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, Adam Clayton came and, like, put his cock and balls right on the top of his head and he doesn't <laughs> he never know never broke, broke character. <laughs> then you'd have something. You never need to hear that, though. It's like, it's I, uh, not bad, but why, why would you ever listen to that? Well, Matt wants to know why you'd ever listen to that. And I don't know, just to change it up a little bit from Bono's voice. I don't know. Do they do that live sometimes? I don't know. I don't know either. Don't sing it, don't do it, don't want to hear it anymore. Please don't. Where's Bono? Get him back on the floor. Um, so, Massive bathroom line. That song makes you numb. Uh, now we're going to go to, uh, to uh, oh, who doesn't like Foreigner? This is from uh, Come On Man. This is uh, guitarist Mick Jones. Sure. Uh, different Mick Jones from the Mick Jones that's in uh, The Clash. Right. Uh, this is on their second album, Double Vision, and he has a very, very high type of singing voice. Mm-hmm. This is a song called uh, I Have Waited So Long, and I like this song. I don't care what you say. I have waited oh so long. Mm. Please don't tell me, baby, I was wrong. Lou Graham's out in the hall getting chemo on his brain tumor. <laughs> oh, no. No, that didn't happen for years. <laughs> I've counted the days. Have you ever heard this, Gary? I've never heard it. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. It's a 1978 little sweet thing. Yeah. You got your sandwich between your hot blooded and your. and whatever else is on double vision, your double vision. Where's right. it, what's uh, Dirty White Boy? What's that on? Dirty White Boy's on Head Games. I like Head Games. I love that album produced by Roy Thomas Baker. Thank you, Roy. I like that one, Head Knocker. On there. Uh, Head Knocker's on the first album. No, wait, that's not on Head Games? That's on the oh, debut. Oh, man. Gary. I stand, I stand corrected. Stick with your new and I'll stick with my <laughs> so, classic. Okay, sorry about that. All right, here's my last one. Now, this to me, this is a gem of all gems. Okay. Because this is uh, from 2002. The Rolling Stones released a two-CD set called 40 Licks. Right. And it encompassed... Everything you know, they tried to get as much stuff on these two discs as possible. Yeah. But as also, they did four new songs. Three were sung by Mick, and one was sung by Keith. And this is called "Losing My Touch," and I love this song. It's 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 not what you. It's not a rocker at all, and uh, I just love this song. This is uh, to me the the best of the best of uh, "Take the Lead." And what album was this off of? This is off Forty Licks. These were one of this was one of the four new one of the four new songs. Oh, with the four new songs. Yeah. I'm sorry. How things happen, just as we think we got it all straight. Charlie's back there working the cymbals. He's got those brushes. Yep. Everything seems to be moving forward. But instead, we just sit around. I just got a chill. (laughs) Seems things are in a lockdown. Nervous looks all around. What do you think, Matt? 
Everyone is speaking. Get to the chorus. There's a lot of bum notes on those guys, but they, but they just let it go. That's fine. I know they do. Yeah. No one wants to make a sound. I'm losing my touch. This is from 2002. So Keith was 70 years old when he was <laughs> only 70 this. years old. A lot of feeling there. It yeah. sounds like uh, it sounds like this is what Eddie Van Halen was going for. Yeah, and just on that one, and, and couldn't. Just, you know what? Thank you. That's good. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I agree. And um, you know, this was this isn't happy or before they make me run or a little TNA. This right. is. This is, uh, I really, really, really like that song. I don't think a lot of people have heard it because they're like, well, I don't need to buy that greatest hits because I own all the stuff already. Or they bypass the four new tracks because right. those like, are oh, bullshit. But that was cool. I, and, yeah. and I, and I believe it from him. It sounds like him, uh, just trying to, you know, open his veins and just, uh, lay it out there for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, so to speak is what I'm saying. Gary, it's yeah. to you to close it out. All right. We'll close it out with it, with it, with a pair of, uh, uh, gonna, uh, it ain't no fun unless the drummer gets some. I think that's, that's uh, right. We've heard Matt say that quite a bit. Oh, Matt uh, has it on a t shirt. <laughs> now, when you think of the Velvet Underground, you think of, uh, heroin. And right. you think of uh, feedback and cognitive mm-hmm. dissonance and everything like this. But you probably don't think of a little ditty like this. I'm sticking with you Cause I'm made out of glue Anything that you might do I'm gonna do too That's the drummer Mo Tucker singing. There's no drums in this song. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm doing the same. Can't do two things at once. And I made believe it was me. Then finally Lou Reed comes in and kind of muscles her out and he, he kind of, they sing a little bit together and then he ends up singing in the end, but... Um, I've heard this at like more than two weddings. I think like a lot of people. You never heard this? I haven't. It sounds like a it sounds like a little kid, and then a then like a creepy a, uncle, a creepy, very creepy uncle comes in. But oh, listen, here's the current events part. People go into the stratosphere. Soldiers <laughs> fighting with the calm. <laughs> so it has that timeless quality. That's that's kind of pretty, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Crazy story about Mo Tucker. She's like a weird like tea tea party fruitcake now. Like if you, uh. if, you, if you go on YouTube and like yeah, just uh, uh, look uh, search for Mo Tucker tea party, and there's like an interview of her with like CNN of like you know we got to get rid of this Obamacare. Like, what? do you know how many people are on heroin because of you? Yeah. <laughs> I hope Obama has uh, Metallica and uh, and Lou Reed then play some cuts from Lulu at the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Democratic convention. <laughs> we could only hope. And then finally, uh, closing it out, unless there's any objections, if you want to go ahead and hit None. that. Uh, uh, are, you, are you a big Oasis guy at all? Eh, no. There's one with uh, Noel Gallagher on lead. So you don't, where do you come down on the uh, BDI versus Noel Gallagher flying birds? They've broken up into two things. You don't have an opinion? I don't. Uh-huh. All when, right. I, when I hear it, when I hear it, I like it, but I just, there's some stigma about the Oasis to me. I don't know what it is. You Says like- the guy who likes <laughs> Ario Speedwagon's bass player. <laughs> you like American style. You like it like a rock. <laughs> Chevy truck style. Well, they sing that cigarettes and alcohol song, don't they? Is that maybe. them? Maybe. Gary? I don't know. Stumped. Uh, so 
anyway, great show, Pat. Thank you, Gary. Does Oasis have a best of CD? I think they might. That might be something I should try. They put like the least least effort into their songs. I think they're like, what I could do. You know, it seems like they've never really tried too hard, but they just had such natural ability they can do it. And uh, oh, and they have that that chemistry of a Ray Davis and a Dave Davis. Exactly, the Fighting Brothers. Like us on Facebook. Keep listening. Thank you, Silent Partner, Matt Bonap. Follow us on Twitter. Tell your friends that you like it. And we'll see you uh, soon. Shout out to Nina Berry. And My uh, friend Nina. And thanks to whoever recommended this topic. For yes. Pat Francis, I'm Gary Lucy. I'm pulling my earlobe. 